Hey everyone, happy Wednesday and welcome back to the Institute Insider Podcast. As always, I'm your host Maria and today we're going to have twice the fun because we have two guests. Beauty school besties Peyton Bergeson and Melissa Benavis, who goes by Missy, are here to not only talk about the Institute journey that they've had so far, you know, how they got interested in the industry, how schooling's going for them now and where they want to go in the future, but we're also going to cover in this episode hair and makeup trends that we are seeing taking the world by storm, and the source of these trends may surprise you. It's all happening now, so let us know in the comments what you think about this episode, and hey, if you like us and you listen to us, subscribe. And if you're interested in starting your journey with us, whether that's at the Institute of Beauty and Wellness in Milwaukee or the Aveda Institute Madison in Madison, Wisconsin, we have a spot for you and we would love to hear from you. You can start your application today by clicking the links in the description of this podcast and just get started. You know, we have a great group of admissions counselors that are happy to help in whatever questions you may have. But without further ado, let's get started on this podcast and let's welcome our guests. Hey guys, so excited to see that I have two guests today, Missy and Peyton. How are you both doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks for asking. You guys are both students at the Institute of Beauty and Wellness and Cosmetology. I want to know, is school where you guys met each other and what made you guys choose to do a podcast together? Um, Yeah, we did meet um, at school. It was our first time ever seeing each other. We didn't like come in contact before that. Um, I'm from... South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Missy is from, is it Piatone? Yeah, it's in <laughs> Illinois, super small farm town, why I came to Milwaukee. <laughs> right, so it's kind of like we just met each other here, and it was just kind of just sparks after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our class got into a really close bond really fast, because there was only five of us, which was really cool, because we really got to get to know each other, and everyone in our class got along and it was a really great experience to have a small class in the beginning. And then I guess you just said it right there. Has your friendship helped you get through this cosmetology journey? I mean, especially going through what we're going through now. Yeah. Yeah. So much. We made a pact actually in the beginning. We're like, no one can drop out. We're in this together. We're finishing together. And it's kind of been that way ever since we made a group chat right away. We actually all hung out and like hang out together So yeah, it's a really great relationship. Definitely say like if we didn't have such a close friendship just throughout this journey, I feel like we would all like kind of struggle in a sense. So like everyone, like whenever someone is having a bad day or someone's just like unable to do like a certain haircut or something technical wise or even like learning wise, studying and all that, like everyone picks everyone up and just kind of holds them up and says, you got this, come on, like, we're all in this together. As cheesy as it might sound, like, it's it's kind of like a little family. Mm-hmm. We love a beauty school bestie, and I think it's really cool that you guys, you know, found friendship so quickly. I think friendship is half of the reason that we get through this together. For sure. We're also really conscious of each other's mental health, which I think is really important because, like, If someone's having a bad day and they're like, you know, guys, like I'm having a hard time getting out of bed. We're like, hey, like I'll bring you a coffee. Like, come on, like you got this. Like your attendance is low. You need to come. So it's just little things like that that help you get there and get yourself going. And you have something to look forward to when you go to school to see your friends and be in that good environment. So that's really important and has helped all of us so much, I think. 
It's super important when you're going through this to have people that you can trust and confide in and be vulnerable to because especially with mental health, we never really know what's happening on the inside. And so as a collective, if we can make an environment that is more accepting, more supportive, more caring, you know, I think that's what people need. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I have to say like too, like even the Institute has definitely helped a lot with all of our mental health as well because they do yoga once a month even like the yoga when we experience that as a whole class like yeah we have our laughs and stuff like that if we can't like get certain stuff but it's kind of like a journey and it's kind of helped us bond a lot yeah definitely collective healing you know it's just like that's what we're about here collective healing come on yes I totally agree So what is your current schedule looking like for school? I know you guys are, you know, just about to get back into school at Milwaukee, but, you know, tell me how kind of the online process has been for you. It's been interesting because obviously it was new for everyone, the people creating it and the students. So it was really hard to kind of get into at first. The schedule was longer. We were going for longer. It was three days a week from 830 to 4. But then they scaled it back to only one hour a week, and now it's just Tuesdays in the morning, 8.30 to 9.30, and then we do everything else on our own time. I think it's been nice scaling back because the videos online have been very helpful, and we had the opportunity to have all those different guest artists, and now going back and being able to rewatch those videos has been amazing, and I'm really getting a lot from the videos with Ian Michael Black and some other great stylists out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really cool. It's been a journey, but <laughs> I'm excited to go back for sure. But it's been a fun twist. <laughs> no, know? definitely. I mean, it's really good that you guys had the relationship you had before this with your class. That's also a huge thing. Like we've always kept in contact throughout this whole pandemic and quarantine, which was super important because we just made sure that like everyone was in class if they could be you'd call each other like hey like get up it's time for class you have like especially when you're just like in your house all day like it's hard to get up and be productive so it's like having a second person or group of people to just like get you out of bed get you going in the morning and even um with class as well like getting back into the routine of things without it being so similar to what it was but also being normal, I guess, in a sense. So like having even guest educators come like Vivian, Ian Michael Black, like all of those people have really helped kind of make this fun, interesting, like something different and seeing like these amazing people like trying to like help us through this time in our class situation is great. I love that. And so you guys have scaled back. You're now just going on Tuesdays. Talk me through kind of what the day-to-day online looks like for you. So if I am trying to get some hours done at home, I have just been focusing on the Beauty Care series because I was unable to attend those at the time. So I'm kind of going back through all that now. So I'll set up my iPad. I'll There's about like a five-question quiz and like some questions you have to answer for each one. So I'll look through the questions and then I'll set up my iPad, just watch the video. Um, They're about an hour and a half long, so it takes a little bit. I can kind of get some other stuff done in between because I can have it playing in the background or, you know, uh, more important parts. I'll sit there and really focus on it. 
And then I just go back and answer the questions and send in my screenshots of me finishing it, watching the video, and then I'll go ahead and get my time for that. So I'll try and do about four or five if it's a good day, but every day I try and do like one, maybe two minimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really nice, the system kind of, because you can really take any time that you want out of your day to like put into like the education part of it and just sit down for a good like hour or however many you want to and need to just sit there and kind of like jot down some notes like go through everything and still be able to get hours for it and it's on your time so Mm -hmm. and I know it's especially nice for the people who have children or their jobs are still open unfortunately mine isn't yet but um Because then, you know, you can do it at 2 a.m. if you can't sleep if you wanted to, or you could do it when you wake up before work. So it's a lot more flexible, which has really been nice, I know, for a lot of people during the quarantine and kind of the unknown time period that we're in. Just shows that you guys are really trying to, like, make the best out of whatever situation you're in. For sure, because that's all you could do right now. I mean, obviously, none of us would prefer to be outside of school although it was a nice break and like it is still really helpful like the hands-on you just can't really compare but we're all making it work because that's all that we can do right now and it's such a difficult time for everyone and even the school who created the system like I can't believe they came up with this so fast because no one was prepared for it no one knew it was coming and then all of a sudden it was here and I feel like they did a really good job with talking to the students getting feedback fixing things like It just, it it went really smooth, which was more than we could have asked for. Being able to do something like the school, like putting everything out when we needed it the most was really amazing. And it felt, this sounds weird, but it felt like they actually cared. Like they actually wanted us to get through our program. Because I know a lot of schools like wouldn't do that. And honestly, like just staying positive during this time, like they tried to keep us updated whenever they could about classes and going back to the school and everything like that so it's like it's it's just better to stay positive during this time because if you're just negative it's not going to do much definitely if you could go back and go through this whole online experience again as unfortunate as the circumstances were you know is there anything that you guys would change is there anything that you would do differently um probably just getting up and out of bed and just kind of going with it like Because I know in the beginning, I was kind of like dragging my feet a little bit. I was like, I don't really kind of want to do this. But then the more I got into it and the more it started becoming a routine, it definitely was like, okay, I'm ready for school. I have my mannequin head and my brush and we're ready. But I Mm -hmm. wish I would have kind of did that to begin with because then I would have had a lot more like just fun with it. And just kind of like even with guest education and all the guest educators that were on, I wish I would have taken more time with that. But now... Thankfully, I can go back and do all of that and watch them and actually do stuff. So, yeah. It was really hard to adapt to the online learning right away. A lot of us, and I feel like this is not just for our class, but for everyone, we're dragging our feet and kind of felt like it was not pointless, but it wasn't as good and we weren't getting enough out of it. But once all of us kind of finally realized, like, hey, we have to do this, like, this is the way it's going to be, like, there's nothing we can change about it. We all kind of got into it more and realized that we do get something out of this, and it is important for us to be there all the time and to show up, even if you are in bed or whatever, but 
yeah, a hard change, but once we kind of all got used to it, it worked out a lot better. That's so good to hear. And I I appreciate you guys being so candid about it because we know it's not easy and it's not ideal. But the way that you guys are being optimistic through it is definitely admirable. And I hope everyone else kind of has this mindset around it because it really is what you take out of it. So I want to know now, you know, what initially got you interested in this industry? So I had actually went away to college and I had went to UWM and that is what originally brought me to Milwaukee. And I was there for a semester and then I dropped out. I finished off the semester, but I was like, this not for me. I need something hands on. Just sitting in the classroom just wasn't working. After I dropped out, I had went back home and I had got a job working at a salon in my town. And I was just the desk girl, like I cleaned up for them and kind of kept the place organized, checked people out, all that. And I just loved it. I got super interested. I would always be standing right next to them, watching them apply the color, mix up the color, do the haircut, like everything. I just immediately loved it. And I just wanted to ask more questions, wanted to know more. And I was like, I would love to do this. And I'd always had a thing doing makeup that was kind of like a fun extra way for me to make money was doing makeup for girls for dances in high school and then so kind of taking that and then working it into cosmetology it just was perfect so yeah I decided to come back to Milwaukee because I love the area so much and Aveda was actually the only school I had toured I instantly fell in love I showed up and I got a hot towel and a cup of tea and I was like what other place could top this So, yeah, I took the tour, and everyone was just so welcoming, so great. It was a beautiful space, and I was set. I was sold, and that's kind of how my journey began. It wasn't one I really planned for, but I'm so happy I fell into it and that I got to where I am. I feel like what kind of started me off in this whole, like, kind of industry was doing my makeup. I would always watch my mom do her makeup, and I was like, you know what? I want to try that. So then I instantly, like, tried to get into makeup it wasn't always like the best but I was like it made me feel good about myself so I was like you know what this is great and then it was high school I was like I know I do not want to go into a four-year college but my high school kept like pushing that and they were like yeah go to a four-year college and I was like you know what not feeling that not what I want to do personally and I always knew like I always loved the beauty industry in the whole where it's like everything that has to involve that with even like obviously like hair makeup nails but then it's like the fashion the photography that goes into it and all that big stuff with it and even like runways and all like I was like wow she looks so beautiful they have to do their hair for that they have to do makeup there's people that have to do that for them and I was like you know what that'd be cool to go into and I'm very like Missy said very hands-on person I have to do stuff with my hands um that's how I personally learn and it's just a perfect kind of industry for me to do stuff with and I knew I wanted to stay downtown in Milwaukee I just love the city and everything like the third ward especially that's where IBW is located it's such a good location and it's kind of trendy where it's our industry kind of like fits right in and it's kind of our own little environment but not really where it's like a community so yeah I really that's how I kind of got into it I think the one main thing that really made me 
fall in love with it is just making people feel better about themselves like that was the thing I realized like people can come in feeling however they're feeling but when they leave they're going to feel better you know nine times out of ten so just kind of being that person to talk to someone as you're doing the service and just really just make them feel better about themselves and they can look in a mirror and like what they see more that to me was just the coolest thing ever that you could do that for so many people every single day so yeah that was definitely something that drew me towards it I think it takes a really special person that wants to wake up every day and make others feel beautiful and make them feel like the best versions of themselves Mm -hmm. so who have been some of your favorite instructors during the school journey and what have they done to inspire you this is a hard question because so many great teachers there are so many great instructors One of my first original favorites, Eric, I love Eric with my whole heart. He is just such a positive being, like always, and he's just great all the time to talk to, cheer you up, everything. But then I got to know more instructors, and then you have Elise, and you have Amy, and you have Amelia, and everyone truly is just great in their own different ways, and they... I don't even know. I There's no way I could ever pick a favorite. Like, that would just be rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're all great, and they've all helped me in different ways. And then Miss Catherine, of course, you got to mention Miss Catherine. Because I'll never, and, oh, and Michelle, can't forget Michelle. <laughs> but there, I can just remember so many different times where if I was having a bad day or if I was upset or something, they would always just, they would know and they would come and be like, hey, like, are you okay? And that's never something I've had in a classroom before. Like, I've always struggled with anxiety and stuff, but even throughout high school and my one semester at college, I never had anyone kind of like notice if I was having a bad day and like come and talk to me about it and like give me a hug. Like, it's just, they care so much and they just truly want you to succeed and they will do anything they can to help you get there. And that's, just the coolest thing ever that I've never experienced like such a close bond with instructors and teachers before. So yeah, it's, they're all amazing and I couldn't ask for better instructors. Yeah, definitely cannot choose a favorite. I feel like all of them, like Missy was saying, all of them have touched my life and career so much and in so many different ways that it's hard to like, because each one of them has done something for me they've honestly like they've cared about not just like obviously my like career and going through like the school journey and all of that stuff they've also cared so much about like kind of my personal life and kind of like Missy was saying like they ask you like how's your day going they are always like there if you need someone to talk to they're always there to help you through when you're struggling which yeah they're an instructor they're supposed to do that but they'll actually like try to teach you on how stuff works and then they'll be like okay like let's practice let's do this like they kind of give us their own life advice which I really am so thankful for especially like Miss Catherine she has been in this industry so long it's kind of insane in the stuff she has done and has gone through and has traveled, like places she's traveled to are just insane. She is definitely like one of my personal role models and what I kind of want my life to be like in a sense. So I have to thank her with that. I love how you both had multiple answers and I think it's really sweet that you guys had something super nice to say about all of them because they are, they're all rock star instructors. How has being around industry professionals, you know, people who have been doing hair for years, 
What does that make you want to bring into the world? How do you want to change other people's lives? Since they've all come from different areas, like they've taught us about certain life lessons. Like I feel like Miss Catherine is always a very positive person. She always sees the good in things. I've learned to kind of go with the flow in a sense and accept what is good for you and also like what isn't and just kind of not like live with it but accept it and say it is what it is like I'm not gonna put up a fuss with it I'm not gonna um, be upset over something I can't control which I know a lot of the instructors have taught me with like don't be upset with something you can't control or like a mistake you've made like just move on there's always a next opportunity there is always something that's gonna benefit you later like just just let it go and it'll be all good I really enjoy the way they boost our confidence. They are constantly like giving you compliments and like inspirational quotes. Like every morning we just have rituals and we'll do our rituals and it'll be like the first one. We'll always have like a mantra for the day, like a positive mantra. And just that to start off your day with that and like instant positivity around you. And then throughout the day, even when you think you mess up, they're always like, no, like, it's not that bad. Like, you just have to do this and this and then it's fixed. Like, no, like, don't get down on yourself. Like, you're so close. And they're just always so positive and just kind of remind you to be confident in yourself. It's kind of hard to feel confident in your work right away because you know it's not as great as most professionals but it's still so great for just starting off a couple months ago that's what you have to remind yourself like I'm new and I'm in a school and like this is amazing for just starting off so it's just stuff like that that they remind you of and keep your confidence up that I've always really appreciated every single instructor is never scared to tell you that you're doing good. They're always telling you when they're proud of you or like when you're doing a great job. They're so nice and they always are so like confidence boosting and it's so, it's just so amazing. It's really cool that, you know, they're setting you up and you guys are feeling more and more confident to kind of go into this industry. Do either of you have any ideas on where you want to work after receiving your license? I... I think I want to work in a salon and I definitely want to do it all like there isn't one like specialty I want to go into because I truly enjoy hair color haircuts pretty much everything like makeup all of it so I just want to find a salon that I can mesh in well with and get along with the people there and just kind of something that fits my style and the energy I like around me but it's really hard to do because I'm newer in Milwaukee, you know, I've only been here a year, year and a half, so I still haven't had a chance to go out and go to each of these salons and kind of get a feel for everything, so that's definitely something I'm going to have to start doing decently soon so I can get an idea, but I think just a salon and build up a strong clientele and just kind of do a little bit of everything. I've looked at a couple salons, but like I haven't like chosen one yet. Like I still like feel like there's so there's so many good salons out there. There's so many like it's going to be very hard to choose just one. I feel like I definitely want to keep working with Aveda. It's a great brand. It's fits all my ideals in my life and personal life. So I feel like I definitely want to stick with Aveda and there's not like a specific thing that I want to kind of go into in a sense I just know like I want to do it all I love blonding I love everything to do with blonding that's probably my favorite thing to do 
but even like formal styles I love just the way they come together and how you have to do everything there's always like a setup plan even though it doesn't look like it and it's just it's so cool but yeah I definitely want to find a salon that fits my ideals and my energy like Missy was saying like somewhere that's gonna vibe with me and I hate that like kind of word like vibe like it's such a like a no but it's important it's it's very important like the people that you're gonna see every day as well you want to make sure that you're on good terms with your friends with and family with like yeah so it's somewhere that just is for me For sure. I think those are great answers. And there's no reason for you guys to know 100% where you want to work after this. So it was more of a hypothetical. Maybe saying it like this, if you could paint out kind of your ideal workspace, what would it look like? Somewhere with a diverse clientele. Because I love working with textured hair. That's like one of my favorite things to do, actually. So I definitely want to work somewhere with a diverse clientele and a younger clientele also. I like younger kids, like teenagers-ish, up until like mid-age. Nothing against older ladies, but the roller sets do get a little old. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I really enjoy doing that like fun, fresh new hairstyles and I enjoy doing fashion colors. So somewhere that attracts more of those clients, that's definitely something... I could see myself doing. Yeah, definitely. I love a trendy space, somewhere where I'm going to like want to like show up to work and like I can take very artistic pictures of my work. So somewhere that complements my work mm-hmm. that I produce and my ideal space has to be somewhere that's going to be trendy, somewhere that like how Missy was saying has a diverse clientele where it's not just one specific age group because I feel like you're going to get those trendy colors, you're going to get those blondes, you're going to get those browns, you're going to get all of that. But like having someone that comes in with textured hair and you're able to work with them, no one that will get denied because of that, I think is very important. It's extremely important. And I think especially Aveda listening and us adding more and more texture training, especially to the cosmetology program. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. When they announced that they were coming out with a texture portion of like we have a textured portion in our class already like in our schooling but I feel like them adding educators is very important and I'm so happy they did that and it's just gonna benefit everyone it's immensely helpful yeah because we have a very diverse clientele that comes in for the clinic floor and our texture portion was okay but it definitely could have been more in depth so I'm really excited that they were doing this because there are times where someone the first couple times I had someone with highly textured hair, I was nervous and like I was worried I was going to mess it up because I wasn't 100% sure on what I was doing. But I feel like this will really, really help that and just kind of solidify my confidence in textured hair altogether. I'm excited to start a new chapter where textured hair is 100% normalized in education in cosmetology programs. It really should go hand in hand. There's no question. Definitely. So since we're talking about hair, I thought it would be a great time to kind of move into our trend portion. Thank you so much, Peyton, for this idea. I'm really excited for it. What do you both see trending in hair most right now? I see so many blondes. So like it's that summer vibe that everyone has. So many blondes. I have actually been doing some of my friend's hair 
in every single one. I've done like five people's hair, blonde, blonde, highlights, balayage, all blonde, like just so many different types of blondes. Because I feel like everyone likes that light, summer, fresh look. And then also I've been seeing a lot of medium length hair. Like I feel like when I was younger, everyone either had super long hair or super short hair. And now that I'm growing up a little bit, it's everyone's kind of settling with like the medium length. So I thought that was kind of interesting to notice, too. Like, no one's kind of going one extreme or the other. They're kind of just settling somewhere in the middle. So those are two things I've really been noticing. Yeah, I definitely see either shorter or, like Missy's saying, like, medium-length hair. I usually can tell when it's a trend is short hair or long hair. I feel like it's always short or long. And now, like, it's medium hair, and I'm like, okay, I see you. And then also, yes, blondes, a lot of blondes. I feel like summer's just always blondes but then also I've been seeing a lot of fashion colors and because of quarantine a lot of people were dyeing their hair and everything but it's pinks blues purples like all very bright and vibrant colors I've been seeing a lot of like cool sectioning with hair like a lot of half and half where someone could have brown hair on the top and then just bright pink underneath or you know a mix of that and I think that's I've never seen that before really appreciate all the different fashion colors coming back out because like even when people do like their bangs a color or the two streaks along the side a color or the underneath just the fashion color and the top is all natural like just anything it's just it's so fun and it's a fun thing to see people walk around like it's so cool like we're kind of moving on from like just the browns and the blondes to kind of like purple and green and whatever like it's just so cool to see people experimenting with their hair and even on their own and I know when we go back we're gonna have to fix all the quarantine hair but it's still really cool to see people kind of trying to get into it and kind of do it on their own which is always interesting to watch. (laughs) So what's a trend that you really like but you wish more people knew about it? Um I'd have to say like it's like people know about it but I feel like enough people don't try it like hair accessories are huge right now. I know, um, like, claw clips, I don't know if you know exactly, like, what they look like, but they're just, like, a big clip, and then you literally just twist your hair up in, like, a back lower bun, and then you just clip it up, and it's good, and I, like, remember seeing this in, like, 90s, 2000s, where people would do that, and I'm so happy it's coming back, because I feel like it's always, oh, you can curl your hair a certain way, but now it's just kind of like oh just throw a barrette in in it you're good and I like kind of the simplicity of it but it still looks super cute yeah I've seen a lot of people getting back into hair accessories like we saw the scrunchies come back in and then we saw the little clasp things little clips that Peyton's talking about and now we're seeing like the colorful barrettes and like the butterfly barrettes that were from the 90s that everyone's using again and I just think that's so fun like I don't know the 90s were just such a cool time for hair not so much like styling but like the updos and stuff that they did and just the different accessories that they had in their hair like the barrettes and the bobby pins and the just the colored clips and everything like it was just such a cool style and I'm really excited to see that start coming back because that means you don't really have to style your hair as much and which is a big thing because obviously you don't want too much heat damage on your hair and a lot of people are still stuck in that straightening their hair every day curling their hair every day like doing heat every single day and it's really important to know some of those styles that don't require heat because it's so much better for your hair 
if you're just throwing it up one day or clipping it back a little bit instead of having to go through and spend that hour, you know, putting all that heat on your hair. I feel like these trends are so TikTok and e-girl, e-boy. Like, is that where it's coming from? I think it's coming from TikTok. Yeah. And for (laughs) those who don't know, TikTok is an app. It's just short little videos. But a lot of aesthetics and trends are coming out of there. And a lot of it's from the e-girl, e-boy, like that emo grungy look with the clips and the colored hair and the bangs. And there's a lot of trends developing from there. And that's just kind of crazy because TikTok came out of nowhere and it's so influential over everyone now. Like mainly, you know, our generation younger, but it's it's so influential. And I think that's just crazy to me that it popped up a couple you know, however many months ago, and now it's starting the biggest trends and starting these huge things, just kind of crazy to watch. Just like how Missy was saying, like a lot of trendy stuff, like aesthetic wise, I would say has come from TikTok for some reason. I don't know why or how it even started, but I feel like a lot of people are like, I want to look like that. I want to get that cute hairstyle. And people literally make like 60 second videos about how to do it and like good products to use. I know a lot of product recommendations have been on TikTok and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. even like they're like, oh, cute summer hair trends that you can try. And they'll ju- literally just show you how to do it right then and there. And then people are like, oh, let me share this. And then they're sharing all of this stuff and it becomes a trend. So. I'm kind of all for it, though, because I feel like TikTok is making people have a more creative style and kind of more fitting for themselves. Like, growing up, I feel like styling yourself wasn't, like, huge. Like, you would show up to sixth grade in, like, cargo shorts and, like, uh, Aeropostale t-shirt. Like, it was never, like, a huge thing. But now you have sixth graders showing up with, like, curled hair and makeup and skinny jeans and, like, It's just so weird that now style is really becoming so important and even everything from hair to hair color to makeup to tattoos to piercings, like it's affecting people so much and like really inspiring them to be like, oh, I like that. Why was that ever taboo? Like, let me go dye my hair green and let me go get some more piercings or tattoos. Like, it's just a fun way to express yourself and kind of learn what you're into more. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm... A little salty that I'm not seeing more young kids walking around with gauchos and monkey shirts and, you know, wedge sandals. I just, I want to see at least one to validate my own childhood. (laughs) They're way cooler than we ever were. Let's be honest here. Yeah, (laughs) just a little jealous, you know. And it's not just hair that trends on TikTok. It's so much makeup as well. So let's turn it to that conversation. What are some trends that you're seeing in the makeup world? I feel like makeup wise, as of right now, I've been so conscious of skincare. I know that's not like exactly makeup, but no, that's um, fine. That that's relevant. That's fair. Okay, yeah. I've gotten so invested in my skincare routine and I used to never care. I used to be like, Okay, I'll just use this cleanser, it's fine. But like now I'm like, oh, And it's kind of the whole thing with TikTok, too, where it's, like, it shows me new, like, skincare stuff. And I know, like, in hot summer, I don't like to wear a lot of foundation or concealer or anything like that. And that's, I'm so happy that's the trend now, where it's just dewy skin and kind of fresh-faced looks. Because I, in the summer, I get way too hot to be wearing any foundation or concealer or anything. So I just go with a straight-up, like, fill-in-my-brows mascara and I'm good to go nothing too crazy 
that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say the very minimalistic skin makeup. Like, first of all, primer. You always need primer in the heat. And then people are really just doing a little bit of concealer, like, under the eyes to brighten. And then, like, maybe a little bit on the forehead and chin. But that's really it. And then heavy on the bronzer and blush is a huge thing this summer. Like, I feel like blush disappeared while I was growing up. And then all of a sudden it came back and I was like, oh, wait, why don't I use blush? And then it just kind of blew up. And now it's, again, kind of going with that e-girl trend. It's the really rosy cheeks and the nose and everything. And then the big fluffy brows. I love that trend. The silk brows, whatever you want to call them. It's just so light and fresh. And you don't have to worry about having this huge layer of foundation on and these huge wings that can smudge and this lipstick and... Yeah, I really enjoy the makeup trend this summer where it's just light, wash, simple, everyday makeup. I feel like this natural trend is one that's important to have because, of course, every single person on this earth can wear makeup. But it shows that makeup doesn't need to be this ultra-feminized, full-glam, full-coverage look every single day. It's something that should be normalized. Yeah, right. I feel like definitely, like, what you just said about like having it kind of normalized because I feel like I grew up in a time where it was like you need to wear makeup like you need to have a full face on like I never felt confident going to school without like makeup on at all and I feel like it's teaching a lot of people to kind of not like accept but embrace and kind of feel so confident in your own skin because you see very influential people not wearing as much makeup and you're like oh they're beautiful like I'm beautiful too without that much makeup, you know, kind of like that. Yeah, that's a big thing because, I mean, Peyton, that was just this year. You were nervous about coming to school without makeup. And when you first did, you're like, oh my gosh, like, no, my eyebrows, I look so weird. And we're like, (laughs) Peyton, you're beautiful. Like, shut up. Like, you don't need makeup. Like, you need to, people need to realize and like get used to like not wearing makeup because you don't need it every day. And the days if you want to wear it every day like great like that's amazing for you go ahead and do you but the people who only wear it because they're insecure need to realize that like a soft look and a natural face is just as beautiful as a full face I feel like also even though like the trend right now is like fresh face and everything like that I feel like people aren't scared to do bold looks like I've seen a lot of bold colors recently like even like bright yellow like in the inner corner or like purple all over your lid everyone's feeling confident in whatever form of makeup they are doing so it's like it's not just like fresh faces obviously fresh face is good everything but like people would feel so confident in the boldest winged eyeliner and boldest like blue eyeshadow now which i think is so great I totally agree. I love watching people experiment with makeup, even, you know, the trends that we grew up with, you know, where highlighter would go, where bronzer would go. All of that's being completely erased. People are putting hot pink in their inner corners of their eyes and they're putting blush on their nose and it's a look and it looks so good. It's just cool to watch people be expressive and creative with their style. And then to round it out, of course, you guys are at Innovata School, whether it's hair, whether it's makeup. What are some products that you guys have used, have practiced with, that you think other people should try? Air control, hairspray. Air control hairspray is probably, like, top three favorite products. It's, like, my favorite smelling product there. It's, I've never had a better hairspray. Like, it's just the best. It's light. It doesn't make your hair crunchy, but it still, like, holds it in place. 
And uh, I think it's great for humidity even. Like if you just throw a little bit on, it just kind of keeps your hair and the frizzies down. And just all around, I think it's one of my favorite products for sure. Great product. Yeah, I definitely have to say um, my hair, it gets super frizzy in the summer with any humidity. And so I love to use dry remedy oil, like my hair oil. It's so lightweight and it just works perfectly because I cannot stand my frizzy hair. But then also the Aveda Sun Care line, the UV protectant for the hair. I'm a blonde, so my hair in the sun gets very yellow, like, overall. I need something to, like, combat it in a sense, so I love how it just protects my hair from the sun. Those are cool tips. If you had any advice to students thinking about applying to the Institute's cosmetology program, you know, what advice would you give them? I would tell them to do it and to put everything you have into it because it's such a short amount of time, and even though when you're kind of getting into it and you're about like that halfway mark through, it starts to kind of, you feel like it's dragging on. You feel like it's never going to end and you're kind of tired of waking up every single day, five days a week and missing out on your Saturday or whatever, you know, program you're doing. But you really just got to go into it and do it and get it done because it is such a short time. And even though it may not feel that way, it is. And you're learning so much in that short period of time. You just want to soak in every little detail that you can every tip that you get every detail you learn like it's just so important to stay focused and stay in it and follow it through the whole way because that's really how you're gonna get into it and really develop a knack for it if you're really in it if you're you know kind of half-assing it it's just you don't get anything out of it you know you don't you're not going to get the full benefits for sure yeah I definitely would say the same thing as Missy um if you are thinking about applying definitely do it. Or even if you're just thinking about applying, go online and tour the school. I know they have virtual tours right now, or once the school does open up again, take a tour of the school. I guarantee you will love it. The environment's just great. Everything about it, they make you feel so welcomed. Definitely when you go to school, just be friendly and just say, I'm going to give this my all. I'm going to give this my 100%. Like, speak things into existence with that. Like, make friends with your class because you're going to see them all the time. You're always going to be around them. So just, like, even if it's a conversation or two, just make a conversation with them. Like, get to know the people around you. Support the people around you. Just kind of, yeah, give it your all and don't look back. I would also say be ready to meet so many different people. Like, our class, all five of us, are completely different. Like, there's similarities between each of us, but us five as a whole, like, we never would have had the friendship we do if it wasn't for beauty school bringing us together. So even if you feel like you can't relate to anyone or you feel like an outsider compared to other people, like, you aren't. It's such a diverse career and school And there's so many different people with so many different stories. And it's just a great place to get to know so many wonderful people. And it's people you'll never forget. And you're going to go through this experience with. And you really, that's why you just need to throw yourself into it and immerse yourself and make the best of any situation. Like, if you always think that, like, something's going to be good, it nine times out of ten will probably be good. And you're going to thank yourself for having a good time in school and learning rather than, oh, I wish I would have done that, you know? Yeah, and I think school has helped me grow 
in the way just by meeting all the different people I meet. I mean, honestly, because coming from the small, you know, population 6,000 town that I did, it's crazy coming here and meeting so many different people. I mean, I've had clients from different that moved here from different countries however long ago that I got to talk to. Um, I've had clients that knew some people from my small town, which was crazy. I mean, it's just so many different people you get to meet and it's really helped me grow as a person just kind of realizing all that's out there because coming from that place, like I knew how big the world was out there, but like I really didn't, you know, and I came here and I get to kind of see all that and meet these people and hear all of their experiences and it's just really helped me grow overall. Yeah, I definitely feel like going to Aveda has definitely like opened my eyes to a lot of the world and stuff going on in the world and um, just being like educated about everything and making sure like I do my part in what I need to do. And it's helped me become so much more open minded with everything, not just like in the industry, but just in the world in general, like Aveda's whole mission statement is amazing with how they want to see a change in the world and they have been ever since they created the company it's definitely helped me like be more environmentally cautious and I'm so happy that it has helped me grow in such a way I love seeing people grow in ways outside of the industry of course if you're going to go to beauty school you're going to grow in cosmetology and your skills in hair and your skills in makeup and your skills in nails so forth but to grow as a person, I think that that'll last you guys so long and that will be just a big part of this whole journey for you moving forward. Yeah, the whole experience at Aveda is so much more than just cosmetology or whatever program you were going into. Like it's they truly do help you grow as a person. And I feel like that's one of the coolest things about the school is Obviously, they care so much about the industry, but they care about you as a person and they want you to be happy and healthy so you can go on and make other people happier and healthier and feel better about themselves because it's hard to make other people feel good about themselves if you don't feel good about yourself. And that's something important that they taught by doing the mantras every morning and just little reminders like we had a we each wrote our name on a card when we first started and we passed it around the room and barely knowing each other, we had to compliment each person. And then getting your card back and reading all these compliments from strangers that you just met a week ago. Like, it's just the little things like that. It's just such a positive place. And it's so cool that they created a space like this where you can not only learn and further in what you love, but further in your self journey as well. I'm really proud of you both for just taking this with grace and accepting what is and knowing that none of us can really change this. I think you both are going to do great things. You're going to be so successful. And I'm so excited to watch you guys grow as service providers, as people, as cosmetologists. You're going to do amazing. Thanks. I'm really excited. That means the world. So Peyton and Missy, we are going to ask our hypothetical question now. Let's just say it's five years from today. Tell me where you're at. Where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? I picture myself probably still in Milwaukee, settled in a salon surrounded by people I get along with in a great area, in a place I love, and just doing what I love and making people happy and feel better about themselves. Yeah, definitely. Missy just said it all, basically. Five years, I will be at a salon, one that is just the best for me. And then 
just being happy I feel like I definitely know like in my career I know I will be happy and they always say that cheesy little thing where it's like oh if you love your job you'll never work a day in your life and I truly feel like once I find the right salon like I won't work a day in my life in five years I know I'll be happy I'll have like my own place just you know live in life and living it the way I was wanting to live it before cosmetology school. Is there any kind of final thoughts or shout outs that you guys would like to include before we conclude this podcast? Final thoughts would just be, even though that we're going through this tough time right now, we just have to, as the whole world, just buckle up and get through it because it's not going to change, you know, anytime crazy soon. It's going to be something we're dealing with for a while. And just don't forget to continue to live your life and look for the bright side and just continue to do things that make you happy and pursue things that you want to pursue even though we're in this kind of unknown period like don't let this hold you back from continuing your dream or you know what you want to be doing so yeah I just say stay positive stay healthy wear your mask so we can get this stuff back going (laughs) yeah definitely um exactly what missy said once again but uh, <laughs> she, she has nothing but good things to say so i not agree with her but um yeah just stay safe positive thoughts and actions and positivity and just tell the people you care about that you love them and thank you for having us on the podcast yeah thanks no, so much yeah i appreciate it so guys i want you to follow and this is funny because they've been saying kind of the same things but follow both of their instagrams it's pretty easy to find both of them cosmo.by.pay p-e-y is Peyton's, and then missy's is the same exact thing except for missy cosmo by missy follow them both quite the powerhouse of a friendship of a group of cosmetologists i really appreciate you guys talking to us i'm really excited for your guys's future and i know it's going to be bright it's like obvious so <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you so much.